It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. And welcome everyone. Hi Elle, how are you? Hi Toby, I'm great. How is everyone today? No one, no answers. What's going on? I can on? hear, I can hear, I can, can hear. Can you just speak up a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're doing just as well as we are. We're doing great. So i tell you what I'd love to see if I can draw out of you today, Al. Sure. Is increasing retail sales, like retail products, physical products inside a salon. Um, there's so much around that. There's different sales training. There's, there's different ways of approaching it. Management by numbers managing people, inspiring people, trying to hold them accountable, holding regular meetings, what type of products do we stock, are they in alignment with the values of, um, that our employees personally hold, uh, like there's, there's just so much around that, are they um, suited to our, our particular clients needs? Are How we talking many... about team members now? Well, we're talking about everything. We're talking about the whole salon, I think, right. and part of that salon is often team members, not not always, but can be. Uh, but even if it's just the business owner, to me, all of those sort of things still stand. So, am I able to pick your brain a little sure. bit? Sure, I want to. St- let me let's start by you picking my brain about the team member situation. You were talking about team members that are. Um, aligned with our values you know the first thing that I want to say to everyone out there that is thinking possibly of ever growing a team or has a team you know one of the things that is absolutely key is you have your ideal clients that everyone tells you you need to know who she is or who he is and that goes without saying you have to know who your ideal client is right that's that's a fact right down to you know the car they drive where they hang out the whole whole all of that but we never really think of you know who's our ideal team member and your ideal team member is someone that is absolutely aligned with your values. Right? So if you're expecting to have, uh, you know, your brand values are organic products and you're all into the whole organic side of things and then you go and employ people that are, you know, absolutely are not interested in organic anything and they go and they most of the time eat it at McDonald's or Domino's or whatever, you're really out of alignment. You know, you're trying to get someone to do something that they're not even aligned with um, inside of themselves. So team members, the number one key thing is to understand who is your ideal team member, what are their values, what do they stand for, and then go looking for that person. So then you won't have that conflict when it comes to your retail because the brands that you choose, they will be completely aligned with. You know, that is, that's one thing that beauty professionals really don't always look at, and it is absolutely essential if you ever ever want to put a team member on but this is not a this this particular episode isn't about team members we're we're going into retail but it's a really good thing to look at right at the beginning because if you do one day want to grow a team you do have a team and you see that you're having you know difficulties with getting some of your team members to sell your product take a look at that and just have a look at are you aligned? Are they aligned with your values and the services and the products that you have in salon? That would be the first thing. Well, let me just come in with another question that could relate to rather than being a salon owner and trying to get a, a team member to sell something, let's say I am the team member or 
I am the salon owner, either way, but I'm the individual who is dealing with the client and I am looking to, you know, sell retail in my business. What is it that, like naturally there's, there's sort of uh, different personality styles. Some people are just natural salespeople. They just, they just naturally, maybe they're more extrovert, maybe they just flow with people, they're natural leaders, they just naturally sell things. And other people can find it really difficult to sell, maybe the fear of rejection or maybe just, you know, whatever it is. What is that? What is that fear? Why would someone be, be sort of afraid to sell or offer someone a retail product? Um, and then how can they get around that so they can effectively make sales in a business? I think it's really a very reasonable um, thing to feel uncomfortable about selling. Because you know the word selling means that you're you're you have an agenda, you know you're 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 actually you have an agenda and you've got something and you want someone else to take it. Now, if that's the way to get around that, really in an honest and authentic way, is to really uh, change your perspective. And we said that you know this year we're all about perspective shifts in perspective you know shift entire lives businesses everything like bring more joy bring more uh, profit everything becomes better because you've shifted your perspective to something that's far more real far more authentic and true and so for me the word selling and uh, and the way that so many people are out there trying to get themselves and their teams to sell uh, where you know we're looking when they they're looking primarily just at reaching targets is just horrible like it's awful it's like if I had to go to work every day with just that being my motivation and that being my purpose to reach a target I think I'd just go and work at you know Safeway or something because, yeah, because so yeah, because on. to me it's kind of like it's 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 painstaking if you don't understand if you don't realize that there is there's a huge distinction between contributing to the life of someone that is coming to you because you are the expert in a field um, like for example with true brow i don't have any issue i never sell true brow ever 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 i talk about true brow but i don't i don't sell true brow because i'm i'm so passionate i know the value of it i know it's the best education in the world um for brows I don't sell it. I know the contribution that I will add to the life of another human being when they do it the way that it's mapped out. So for me, it's just a conversation. And it, and it really is my role to inform them and to give them the opportunity to make a decision. Yeah. I think part of the, the difficulty in selling things is because it can be a... A, a distortion of true principles that we actually really know um, um, in ourselves, we actually know. And when I say that, I mean, if you were to ask someone, independent of their own interests in a situation, if I was to ask someone, what's actually more important? In your deepest heart, what's more important? Is it, is it a human being? that you're dealing with as a client, is that human being more important or is whether you make a sale more important, right? Now, when there's this heavy managing by numbers 
um, it can easily form into a pressure where we're asked to hold a higher value for making a sale, like a financial transaction, above the value of an actual human being. Exactly. And that in, inside ourselves, we know that that's not right. It feels uncomfortable. It actually creates it feels, friction. It yeah, creates friction create. and, and, and you avoid it at all costs because who here enjoys friction inside of their inner, in, internally? Do you, you know, who wants to be doing that all day long? You will avoid it so you'll forget to ask. You'll, you'll actually not even forget, but you'll avoid it. You won't do it. You'll, you'll think of it and it'll make you cringe inside. So we're doing it all wrong. So Toby, that was such a beautiful way of explaining that. What you're saying is that we need to be informed. We need to understand as salon owners, whether we're on our own or team building, we need to really understand what is the, what comes first. So if your perspective is that, you know, the human being comes first, and that you are prepared to actually not not give them something because you realize you know in this particular visit they don't need it above going oh i've got to meet a tiger i'm going to push this onto this person you will th that will actually get you to increase your sales because you're moving in a very true way in fact it may very well and, and i've had this happen to me many times when i've done that where a client said to me what can i take today and I'm kind of in, in shock and I think, wow. And I've, I've consciously done that. I've consciously thought, right, she's cool. She's got everything she needs, right? Um, it doesn't matter about my targets. What matters is her because I'm looking at long-term business. I'm looking at long-term quality clients. I'm looking at building long-term trust, um, authenticity, realness. So what would happen is my client trust, my clients trusted me so much that they would ask me, you know, oh, what do I need? What, what can I have? You know, what can I have today that's going to help me? And so it actually turned the tables and I, I never, ever sell. Because to me, inside of me, and, I, and that's just one example, of course, every single time my clients would come, before my client came, I would be looking at their history and I'd be looking at what did they buy the, the time before, what do, they, do I believe that they, they need, you know, how, my questions, of course, initially would be, you know, how did they enjoy the product that they purchased, um, how are they using it, is it giving them the, the, the effects, that they, the results that they want, I mean, I go into those conversations because that's what my client's there for, I'm the expert. They're not coming that, to me to talk about their boyfriend and their girlfriend. That's what we think, right? And we fall into that. Yeah, what you've just described is what being a professional is. You don't just you don't just turn up to work and the client comes and you do it and you you actually there's there's you actually look before the client gets there. You already know, you know when they last purchased X, Y, Z products. You already know what their primary concerns are. You already know where what the plan that you've you've sort of got for them where you're up to in that what you've done what you've achieved so far where you're going so when they come in you're already that's all just there in your mind and you're already aware of that and that's so important it's it's um it's a much more effective way to sort of be in that setting compared to just just rushing and doing client after client after client. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And one of the things is that that's so interesting is is we, you know, as a salon owner, um, even in our own experience, if we're on our own and we're a solo, you know, entrepreneur, as I like to call 
the uh, sole, sole traders, um, even we will avoid the friction and avoid you know getting a client to look at a product or whatever. But if we have protocol, if we seriously understand what we are in business for, we are the expert. They're coming to us to help them because I tell you something, if someone comes to you and you do an awesome brow design and you don't follow through with you know their home care products, that client's going to be so excited. And I'll tell you where, the, what the, where their next stop's going to be. It's going to be the local pharmacy as they walk into their car. It's going to be a department store. They're going to go past brow products. And you're going to have some other person that isn't anywhere near close to holding the kind of stock that you're holding. Hopefully you're holding really good stock, by the way. You can always contact us if you want to know more about that. Just throwing that in. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know, if you're holding really, really fabulous stock, that's your job. So you're actually relinquishing that person's end result. Like you're not, you're actually not following through to give them the best end result. You're not contributing. You are the expert. It's part of your job, is to go right. This this human being has come to me, and I'm taking this seriously. Right, she's and come for in that results. setting, you've actually failed them. If they leave and they're left you know, going into the chemist department or trying to figure it out for themselves. You haven't really served them. Well, you failed both them and you because you're not believing in yourself enough. You're not believing in your role in their life. You, you actually, you, you start stepping into this role of friendship, you know, oh, I love this client, oh, she's great. You start talking about everything but what that client seriously is coming in to you for it doesn't mean you can't do a little bit of chit chat but then you go right okay it's so good to see you i'm so glad the kids are doing fine yeah mine are doing fantastic you know i really want to take a look i've had a look at your file just before you came in you know what that feels like for another human being that's trusting you with their beauty when you go that you you know you say to them i've actually taken a look at your file and mm. um and i want to i've noticed that last time you bought um the true Brow collection for example you bought two color how are you going with that how does it feel you're feeling that you when you're applying it you're getting the result that you want can i help you with that today and how's your element going okay let's have a look at your true brow brush next time you come in we're going to do a review i'd love you to bring your brush in let me just take a look what it looks like because you know if it's looking really good you can keep using it otherwise we might have to get you to get and grab another one just to make sure you're getting all that lovely precision flawless brow result that you want listen to my my words you know yeah, i am not selling i'm actually taking care of her it's my job and i take it really really seriously and and my clients absolutely depended on me for that and and i guess that's what we're talking about i really took on board that I, I was the expert. I had the best, best, best brow products I could at that time have into my salon. I and it's had, more than a mindset. It needs behavior. Oh, it's got to be true. Yeah, you can't make yeah. it up. You can't pretend. And this is where targets can work, but the pressure that targets put and then the pressure turns into stress on your team members because not all team members are going to respond to that. They're just not. You know, you'll have those 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 uh, team members or even you, you won't even respond to the money side of things. You'll have the team members that will respond to it and they'll respond for a while, but they're the ones that probably pretty soon are going to go off and open up their own salons because they're realizing, wow, I can sell heaps. Right, so you're actually grooming your team. <laughs> it's so crazy. You're grooming your team for them to leave you and take your clients as well probably, right? You're grooming them. 
right? Because you're focusing on money. But when you're focusing on that, on yourself as well as your team, on on really getting them to belong to your brand, because your brand stands for contribution, expert support, helping. Excuse me, others. How passionate I am about this. This is can't even. I just sort of like. And it doesn't exclude. Um, um, in any way, you know, reporting numbers, managing, having team meetings, and all of that stuff. But it's 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 again, it's the it's the hierarchy of value that's given to all of these different elements. But you know what's really beautiful about that is like you know, shift that around for your team. Like instead of sitting there and looking at numbers with them, so them last last month you contributed to the, to you know your contribution. Um, and your professionalism has had these powerful reviews from get reviews from the clients you know get them to to from one to five one to ten to to share with um you you know how they felt after they left did they feel like you know they had a professional service and that's how you rate your teams you know you say to them wow you got like a you know 99 percent last month this is unreal this is fantastic it doesn't have to be about money like you think it has to be about money because that's what you know you're told all so often but you know change that perspective look at what human beings really want to do human beings ultimately deep inside of their hearts want to contribute to the lives of others they're the sort of team members you want anyway right in your mm-hmm. salon because they're the ones that are going to go above and beyond to belong to your brand. And if it's you that you're talking about, take a look at what you're contributing. Take a look at where is there, is there a gap between your brands and what you want to be offering in salon? Is there a gap between your expertise? Uh, are you just offering fads and quick fixes and, and, and not feeling truly nourished and satisfied by the brands that you're actually working I, with? I think that ties in with another point that's critical to retail sales and that point is that there's there's a single sale that's the first sale that needs to be made in you know in any situation and that is that you you need to be sold yourself if you're not sold on a product if you're not in love with a a particular you know line or brand or you know whatever that's going to be a huge stop in moving that and communicating about it because again we've got a misalignment inside ourselves as we're trying to do that and once once we come into touch and into contact with the and and sort of develop and build the passion where we've actually sold ourselves on that thing then essentially what we're selling is that love that we have for the product the enthusiasm and and the willingness to share it is 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 it i mean you go and speak to your friends and 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 say oh you wouldn't believe i found this fantastic whatever it is chiropractor or you know whatever it is you've you've got to go see him you're not trying to make a sale you've you've actually found something that's had such an impact that you believe in you have that belief and you actually love it so what you're your sharing then is just an extension of that. It's not like selling at all. It doesn't even need a conscious intent to sell. It will just on flow 
out. Yeah. Absolutely, I totally agree with that, and, and we do that all the time, don't we? Actually, to be honest, don't we? We're always mm. doing that when we find something really fab. But one of the things that now, because we're really coming to the end of this episode, Toby, I just want to do a little overview. And I think that you know, key things here is take a look at your brands, take a look. Um, doesn't matter solo or with teams, no difference. Take a look at your brands. Are you still aligned? Um, do they make your heart? pump just that little bit faster because of the excitement of really being able to offer whatever it is that you have to to your clients um, if there is a gap you know really start reflecting on what that gap is and see how you can um, how you can how you can really you know like have no gap yep you don't want to have that gap there and uh, and how you know really go to the perspective of human first you know if you if you if you go come from love first and, and, and love is about extension and contribution, you will really start to look at also your, the way that you are with every one of your clients. Um, you will, I would suggest to you that you, if you need support with this, you know, really create a very strong protocol inside of your treatments, for your treatments, um, such as, you know, what we were discussing before, give yourself time to revisit the history of the client card, the client, have a look at, you know, knowing what that client took last time, even telling them that, even saying to them, you know what, I had a look and I've been looking, I looked at your file as I do every time you come in, I can see you bought this product, how's it going? Do you know what that makes another human being feel like? I mean, just, just you know, we, we could have like, a, you know, a 60 seconds of silence while you just let that in, we won't, but we could. Just imagine, you know, you're going to that client and you're saying, you know, I noticed that you took these three products or this product, really would love to hear from you. How do you feel about it? If a client says, you know what, I didn't even feel like I got any results from this serum that I bought. I'm not really happy with it. Then you want to go and go through troubleshoot. Let me have a look. How are you using it? When are you using it? Okay. How are you applying it? Do it for me now. Let me take a look. If you find that they hate it, and they have found no results, and they're a long-term client of yours, and they're a great client, get them to bring it back and give them something else. You know, like do everything you can. And you might say, oh, how can I do that? You know, I'll be losing money. Take a look at how, what it takes for you to get a new client. How much money and effort it takes for you to get a new client. And, and I'm not saying do that every time, but I'm saying that if you really get someone that's truly, truly unhappy, it, it, it really is, it's nothing for you to make a very quick assessment of what you're going to do. You know, it could be that you, you know, say to them, you know, I'd like you to use it for another month and then come back. It takes a little longer, to, you know, with this product to get a result. But acknowledge it. Listen to your clients. And of course, again, you know, chit-chat is fine. Get that over and done with really quickly and then get to the task at hand and don't have your clients leaving and going and find, finding retail from, from some pharmacy assistant or from a department store or a blogger or from YouTube or online. You know what it's like right now with retail. They can go anywhere and find whatever they want. With COVID, it became even much, much bigger because they had to go in, a, in some cases online to look for their products and they had a lot of time on their hands. So right now you have even more of an obligation to your clients to really come from that human heartfelt space when you're, um, when you're contributing to their beauty and look at your brands, look at your protocols, create them if you haven't created them and, uh, and really let your clients feel you and feel the love you have for, your, for them 
and also for the results that they're wanting like really have them feel into that so important so important yeah and it's so important to um, um, ask ask the right questions it's like prescription um, without diagnosis that's like criminal you know in any way in which you do it you need to actually and the, the more interest you have in the human being the more inquiring you're going to be to uncover any of those points of dissatisfaction any of those problems that the person's having rather than saying hey we've got a new brow product you want to see it you could ask the question how how, how are your brows going and, and sort of allow them, let them, let, let them offer some of them into the discussion. That's beautiful. I really love that. And I think that, um, you know, last but not least, you are of such extraordinary value. You are the protector. Your clients are vulnerable, especially now more than ever, ever before. Um, they're vulnerable to the online uh, sales so many people out there that are not experts that are you know throwing product out there um, your clients are vulnerable you are their protector you're their guardian angel and uh, guardian angels and you need to take that seriously because you know more um, and if you're someone that is really uh, listening to this I'm sure that you would be the sort of person that would be really aligned with your brands and you would love the brands, you take them very seriously. You wouldn't just be just willy-nilly going out and bringing anything in because it just makes you more money. Um, it doesn't make you more money at the end of the day. Clients are not silly. Clients are extremely intelligent and uh, treat them as so. Um, treat them as you know intelligent, wise um, human beings and um, give them their dignity back by um, being the expert and uh, you know, like, really think about this as, as we finish up imagine if a client you sold them something uh, the the month before and they're not really happy with it and then you're about to recommend something else to them and you know they you haven't even discussed what they purchased the time before but you're ready to just go forward and give them something else how would that go across in the mind of someone and in the heart of someone how would that what would that feel like for them empathy really empathize with the person on the other side and um and and really clean up anything that might not be um just not might be a fit for them it might not have worked clean it up clean it up and then keep continue moving forward find that whatever it is in your salon that is going to give them the result that they want because if you don't do it they're going to someone else will someone else will that's correct so lovely being with you today i love this topic this topic is so so it's got so much humanness in it. It's got so much love in it. It's got so much um, responsibility from the perspective of, you know, really being the guardian angels, you know, of uh, the beauty of of the client, you know, of women and men that are coming to you. And, and, and it's such a feel-good experience um, inside of you. Deeply, you will, it'll nourish you when you do this really from the depths of your heart. And um, I, I, I love this. I love this topic. It's really beautiful. Anything you'd like to add, Toby, or do you think we've covered it all today? I think we have. I think, yeah, we can save it for the next one. Fabulous. Thank you, everyone, so much once again for listening. Have a wonderful, glorious week. We'll be back with more.